to Redbird Rally. And here's your host, Cory, Nate, and Swain. Hello and welcome to Redbird Rally, episode four. My name's Corey Hayes. I got Nate. I got Swade here. And guess what? Uh, Baseball is back. Back. Let's go. Back. Back again. Baseball is back, baby. Here we the go. We are ready to are play back. some baseball. And since baseball's back, guess what else is back? That means free agency is back in business. And man, is it popping. It is one hot stove right now. Don't touch that stove. It's going to burn your hand. That's how hot it is. It's true. Before, it's hot out there. Before we talk about it, my boy Nate, how are you doing today? I am doing great. I can't complain. It's a nice day out here um, in the queue. Wonderful weather. Baseball is in the air. The stove is hot, like you mentioned, and I am just ready to watch some baseball. I can't wait for uh, spring training to get going. Opening day, I'm ready for it all. Swayze, how's it going, my man? Well, howdy, diddy, diddy do, boys, and howdy, diddy <laughs> do to our listeners out there today. All you people from the Lou, you know it is feeling like baseball weather. It is a 70 degrees, nice blue skies. The wind is just a blowing. I tell you what, I am ready for some baseballs today. also want to give out some shout-outs to my boy Landon Wickets and uh, Schmeebs. Um, you know who you are. Shout-out to you boys. Even though you're not Cardinal fans, we'll pray for you to be Cardinal fans. So, Lord bless you. And shout out to our producer, Colin Balls and Strikes Behind the Plate, David Kennedy. Let's give DK. Yes, sir. Come on. Let's go. Getting us hooked up. Getting us hooked up to where we're not only going to bring you podcasts, but we're also going to be bringing you some video along with it so you can see our beautiful faces while we talk. We know that you want that. So our crazy reactions, too. Our crazy, crazy reactions and that big, luscious beard that Nate has. And (laughs) those luscious. Mutton chops that sway. Uh, let's go. Yeah. Peeking never... through the peeking through the head. What, what do you got, Corey? You got anything going on? Luscious over there? I got some peach fuzz on my chin. That's about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's talk some baseball. Yeah, you don't got much on top of that head of yours right now. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk some baseball. Uh instead of, you know, facial hair. Um let's start with the Cardinals. The Cardinals started off the hot stove right away as soon as the lockout ended with this big, Hagen. <laughs> big splash of a signing and boy let Very me tell big. you how big it is coming all the way over from japan we've got verhagen hagen however you want to say it drew verhagen is coming over with a two-year contract verhagen. he's going to be in cardinal red tell me tell me a little bit by, about drew verhagen sway what do you what do you know about this guy all right so I researched this guy because I was like, what the heck? Like the Cardinals sign who again? <laughs> like, you know, everybody's signing all these nice pictures out there. And here we got the Cardinals. We're out here like, oh, we're going to sign. We're not going to sign, you know, Johnny Cueto. We're not going to sign any any big names or anything. We're not going to sign uh, Ryan Tapera, Andrew Chafin. We're not going to sign any of those guys. All right. We're going to go with our boy, Drew Van or Verhagen, however you say it. Sorry, dude. I hope you're good because I looked at your stats and I really don't feel good about this guy. I really don't. I feel like he's uh, mediocre. Come on, I do. Swayze. I do. I feel like the dude is mediocre. 
Yeah, he had two good years in Japan. He hasn't played in the MLB in two years. And Japan League and MLB are not the same thing. So, dude had a 5.11 average ERA when he did play in the MLB, which isn't the greatest. He's got 10 wins, 10 losses. I mean, he's just a mediocre guy to me. So Look at the other people we got over from overseas. We had Michaelis, we had Kim, and they showed some promising results for the old Redbirds. So are they... I think are they are they studs though? I mean, Michaelis was good Michaelis when he first came over, year. but we'll see. I mean, he's yeah. battled injuries. That's really been the the issue for Michaelis, but he could he could show some promise. And Kim, obviously, you know, we basically got him a job. I think that he's a great, you know, third, fourth. I did like him. I agree with you on Kim, but so I think yeah. I mean, we basically got him a job, and yeah, like you said, he had two great years for. Let's not get this wrong. The Hokkaido Nipponham fighters from <laughs> japan let me okay. say that again hokkaido now i know there's a restaurant called hokkaido but i'm talking about the actual place nippon ham fighters drew verhagen he you gave pretty much the bad results of the 5.11 we know that but the good era was 3.51 over in japan with a total of 215 strikeouts in 207 innings pitched so come on we got to give drew Verhagen some love because he's going to be a red bird and I think he's figured it out you know maybe not I in sure movie, hope so he's, he's figured it out overseas I in Japan sure so. and he's coming over with that fighter mentality and he's going to bring it over for the Redbirds. I'm calling he's going to have a good year I guess at this point all we can really do is hope that those numbers trans translate to the major league level uh, I've heard he throws a lot of strikes and we've seen some success with strike throwers when we brought in guys like Jay Happ Wade LeBlanc, John Lester, he brought in those old guys. Uh, just throw strikes because that's what the that's uh, Cardinals really struggled with last year. Uh, and, you know, just that's let the defense do. work behind them. So, I, I I don't know. It's one of those things that I'm really not either way about it until I see him pitch. Um, but here's here's the deal when it comes to these things of overseas players. Uh, if they go great, like Miles Michaelis, you know, he's done really well. Everybody's like, man. These guys are brilliant. John Mozalak, he's a genius for bringing Michael oh, yeah. over here. Same thing with Kim. But as soon Same as they, time. as soon as they tank and they go bad, they're like, "What in the world was this idiot thinking?" But we didn't lose out on anything, though, really. You know, I mean, but that's what I, I know. But it, it's just it goes one or two ways, you know. So we'll see how it goes. There's really, there's really no point in diving in it too deep until we see this guy actually take the field and, you know, see some real action. So another, another signing that the Cardinals picked up was right-handed pitcher Nick. Whitgren to a one-year contract. Uh, he's 30 years old. He's pitched the last three seasons in Cleveland. Um, after a three-season stint with the Marlins, uh, it says that he's a pretty effective reliever. Uh, reliever, sorry, pretty effective reliever. Um, and he had a down 2021 in 50 appearances. He went two with nine, two and nine with a 5.05 ERA across 62 and one-third innings striking out 61 batters so st louis is kind of hoping he has a rebound year i gotta be honest with you guys not that this really matters but I was playing mob the show last night and i was playing the cleveland indians. me too i was playing the cleveland indians and the cleveland indians i play i play on the hardest level i play on hall of fame just so you know oh Try he's it. flexing I play now the, i play Try on the hardest level he's flexing for the I'm listeners go, over there i'm gonna go ahead and flex on that so i say that but i was also losing by two runs they put 
they, they put in Whitgren and what did put you in, do to the uh, plan? They put in uh, Whitgren. I had two guys on. I don't remember who, but Harrison Bader, Jack, a three-run home run. I took the lead, and I ended up winning that game. So, you know, we'll you see how this goes. Harrison. <laughs> you won't have to pitch to Harrison Bader this year, so I think it'll be okay. Yeah, so uh, it, I don't know. How much do you guys know about Nick Whitgren? You guys want to talk to him, talk about him very much? He showed promise. I mean, I'll be quick. He showed – he sh- – has shown us in the past that he can be a good pitcher. Two, 2018, he had a sub three ERA, um, and his career average for ERA is 3.75. So that one bad year has boosted up the numbers, but I think that he has shown promise. Um, so again, we're not losing out anything. He had a bad year. We got him for a cheap price, and we can see what he can do. We just you know bolster up that bullpen. Hopefully injuries won't kill us this year. Um, picks, you know, we got some people back, but pretty sure we got the closer locked down, but we got some, we got some guys that'll fight for that middle reliever position. So, yeah. Um, you know, looking forward to the 2022 season, a lot of expectations with this club. I honestly, I can't really tell if the Cardinals are better now or worse. You know, I I don't, I don't (laughs) think they've gotten worse, you know, but I don't think they've gotten better either with these two pickups. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, let's go around the rest of the league. And there are so many things going on right now that it's going to be impossible for us to get to all of them in just our time limit here. So I'm going to hit on just a few. Um, I want to talk about the biggest one that's happened so far this offseason. To me, that's obviously Matt Olson going to the Atlanta Braves for from sure. the Oakland Athletics. So the Braves acquired first baseman Matt Olson in exchange for the Athletics to get Christian Pache, an outfielder, Shea Langlier is a catcher, Right-handed pitcher Joey Estes and right-handed pitcher Ryan Cusick. So that's a big haul going back to Oakland. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a real big haul going back to Oakland. And a lot of good up-and-coming players in exchange for Matt Olson. And as we heard today, the Braves went ahead and they said, we like this guy. I think we're going to go ahead and put an eight-year stamp <laughs> on this. Which he, he's from Atlanta, so he's from that area. Okay, I didn't so, know that. So yeah, he is from that area. Congratulations to Matt Olson going and getting that bank, writing them checks. Uh, love to see it. Uh, so Matt Olson, a brave, and that probably means Freddie Freeman is somewhere else. I think you can go ahead and you can write it down. Freddie Freeman's going to be a Dodger. I, I'm, mm. I'm going to have to agree with you. Do y'all even know where Freddie Freeman's from? He is from Southern California. He is from a place. I looked this up. Okay. I was very curious because I heard it was California. He is from fountain valley california if you look where that is it's literally uh it's the metro it's not the metro but it's literally right outside los angeles literally going back home that's it he's going back home home. all right i'm gonna stop singing while i'm ahead uh you know so yeah i think that freddie freeman's a dodger but what does this mean for for the braves nate do you think the braves are they better are they worse are they the same what 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 are we looking at here i mean right now i think they're the same i think that they're excited we're looking at the current world series champs they got a chip on their soldier shoulder shoulder chip on their shoulder and matt olson is a proven stud i think he's a great guy um and i think they locked him down you know him in a Cunha Jr. going to be one mm. mighty tandem for sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. So I think I, that honestly, yeah, they're the same. I mean, I don't, I don't see them getting any worse than listen, losing Freeman. Listen, everybody's got the Mets as the favorite to win the East, and really as the favorite to win the National League. But I, don't sleep on the Braves right now. They got Ozuna right. coming yeah. back. They got Acuna right. coming back. 
Matt Olson just signed. I think that he's going to go out and he's going to deserve every penny of that contract. The dude is a stud. He is a straight-up stud. Now, I got to be honest, at this point in time, I'm taking Freddie Freeman over Matt Olson any day of the week. I am. Oh, definitely. But if you're asking me who the number two first baseman in the league right now is, it's got to be Matt Olson. It's got to be. So I think that present time, I think that the Braves lose a little. I think that they aren't quite as good right now as they were last year at the first base position. Not as a team overall, but at the first base position. But by mm. the time that Matt Olson's contract is up, I, I could very well see, I'm not really submitting to this idea yet, but I could very well see us turning the tables on that and saying, yeah, they made, they made the right choice. Uh, you know, they moved on from Freddie Freeman at the right time. Matt Olson was the right guy. I could see that. You know, I could see it going both ways. So, uh, super interesting there. Let's move on. Um, let's jump down to another big trade that happened. The Yankees and the Twins. They, uh, they finally parted ways with Gary Sanchez. I know that Yankees fans kind of, like, roasted on Gary Sanchez there for a little bit because the guy could not defend worth <laughs> snot. All right? Uh, pitchers didn't trust him. So much so that, so that pitchers didn't trust him that every time Garrett Cole pitched, Kyle Higashia, Higahashia, Higgy, oh Higgy, yeah, was the one catching instead of Gary Sanchez because he just couldn't get balls and strikes called. He, he just couldn't, wasn't wasn't cutting it back there. So they went ahead, they shipped him out to Minnesota. Minnesota gets Gary Sanchez and third baseman Gio Urshela, and the Indian or sorry, I don't know why I said Indians. The Yankees acquire. Third baseman Josh Donaldson, shortstop Isaiah Isaiah Kiner Falefa, and the catcher Ben Rortvet. Mm. Don't know who that is, um, <laughs> you know, but good for old Rorty. Uh, I saw. I'm gonna let you know, Rortvet. You might as well call him Roydvet because this <laughs> man is jacked. This man, I mean, it's all over MLB.com. As soon as you click on there, you see pictures of this dude making Tyler O'Neill look small. But, I mean, he only That's batted, what, maybe 160? And like you said, oh, Higa Shioka or Iggy or whatever that guy. He's probably going to have that starting role, but I've, I've seen some predictions of uh, Roy Vett saying that he can, he can hit the ball, yeah. and he is strong. So, I mean, and just because you're strong doesn't mean anything. You got to, you know, square up that baseball. But I think... I think he'll show out, and I think, you know, uh, I heard, too, from a uh, diehard Yankees fan, shout-out to uh, our board, our boy Tim Snyder, but he said Man, why are we doing Freeman. all these free shout-outs, man? These guys, they're supposed I know, to pay us. They need to, they need to sponsor the stream, but this man is a diehard Yankees fan. He was born in New York, um, and he Poor is guy. a – I know, he's a crazy guy, but he said that, you know, Freddie Freeman is – he thinks that he is out of the Yankees because – of this trade, they're kind of solidifying that third base, second base, shortstop, and now they're thinking, okay, DJ LeMahieu, he'll probably be playing first. So you know, I've also I've also heard Glaber Glaber Torres might be on the way out. Uh, you know, so the Yankees, that's, I don't, yeah, it's true. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the Yankees going into this offseason had so many question marks, and while one of the main question marks was shortstop, who's going to play shortstop? They answered that with IKF, you know, bringing in Connor Falefa. He's going to play short. He's a good shortstop. He's one of the best in the in the business as far as the defensive side of the ball. He's very underrated right now. People yeah. start to know his name when he's a Yankee. For so, sure. I, you know, I think that they answered that, but they, in doing this, they have provided themselves with a bigger question mark 
in the catcher's position. So I, I don't Definitely. really know. I really don't really know if I love the trade. If I'm a New York Yankee fan, if I'm a if I'm a Minnesota Twins fan, well, Mitch Garver was on the way out the door. Gary Sanchez, hey, it's he's a he's a offensive first catcher. I kind of like it. Um, third base, Gio Urshela. Uh, I don't know if I would take Gio over Josh Donaldson, but with the price tag that was connected to Josh Donaldson, they still owe him right. fifty million dollars. I think that I would take Gio. Um, you know, just for the price. Uh, Josh is kind of on that decline that comes with age. So I think I like it more in the twins favor rather than the Yankees favor, but I, you know, I I'm, I'm open to other opinions. Sway, do you have another opinion or, or what do you got? I don't know. I do like, uh, Donaldson at New York. Um, a lot of people may have given up on the dude because he's been in the league so long. He's, he may not be the same dude that he was, you know, back in the day, a few years ago, but uh, I think I've heard you say this before, Corey. Uh, I don't know if it was on the podcast or maybe just in talk one day, but you said, you know, Yankees always need a bad guy, and that is the bad guy they need. So, and I think, I think, yeah, I agree with you. I think the uh, trade may favor still the Twins more, only for the sake that the Yankees are, they're a more well-known team. And they're more – you expect the Yankees yeah. to go to the playoffs. Expectation. That's the yeah. main thing. Expectation. That's it. Uh, yeah. Well, let's mm-hmm. let's move over to the other team in New York, the New York Mets, who are making a big old splash, Steve Cohen. He's spending so much money, they said, let's go out and create a new level of tax, of luxury tax, and we're going to call it the Cohen tax. <laughs> and you know this guy, his mouth is just watering with all these people he's got going in. Uh, Chris Bassett headed to the New York Mets out of Oakland. They get in return. Oakland gets – Right-handed pitcher JT Jen and right-handed pitcher Adam Oler. I don't really know either one of those guys, but let me know. Let me tell you who I do know: Chris Bassett. I do know about <laughs> Chris Bassett. Last two years, he has been yeah. in the top ten for the Cy Young at AL, and he is now the third, not the first, not the second, but he is the third pitcher in the uh. Mets rotation, right behind Jacob Degrom and Max Scherzer. That is one nasty pitching rotation. What is your guys' thoughts on this New York Mets deal and about the New York Mets as a whole? They got the best starting rotation in MLB right oh. now. I mean, hands down. Like you said, then three, Carlos Carrasco, and probably Taiwan Walker rounding up to four and five. But they have a nasty starting rotation. And if they stay healthy, it's going to be tough to beat, especially when you have two of like, the, the top pitchers, DeGrom and Scherzer. I mean, there's... Almost no argument. Jacob DeGrom is the best pitcher in the MLB. Just stay you healthy. Know, just stay healthy, yeah. And they're they're making moves. They're a scary team. Uh, I think a lot of us have big expectations for the Mets over in New York. So we'll, we'll see what well, happens. Definitely. But mm. Yeah, the Mets are actually supposed to come to St. Louis here in uh, a couple months. So uh, that should be interesting. I'm, I'm kind of wanting to go, but then I'm kind of not wanting to go because uh, uh, it, don't it may the be. Cardinals get beat up on too much. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this will be a test for them. We'll see how good the Cardinals are when they go against the Mets. Let's really quickly touch on this and get to some other signings. Uh, we're going to run out of time here pretty quick. I want to talk about Jesse Winker and Hanya Suarez going to the Seattle Mariners. The Reds get back Justin Dunn, Jake Fraley, Brandon Williamson. There's some really good young players in there. I really liked watching Jake Fraley in the Mariners uh, last year. He was a lot of fun to watch, but I got to tell you, I think this trade makes the Mariners better. I think that their window is really quickly approaching to be a 
great, solid team. They still have a big hill to climb there in the AL West with the benchmark that the Astros is, are setting. But Jesse mm-hmm. Winker and Eugenio Suarez, I think that kind of fills the role uh, of Kyle Seager, you know, on his way out. Uh, Eugenio Suarez kind of had a little bit of a down year, especially when you look at his average. I mean, he hit 198, um, but his home runs were still up. He still hits the ball with a lot of pop. Jesse Winker is really in his prime right now. Uh, I mean, I, I really like the Seattle Mariners team. Um, they're one of my favorites in the American League. Um, and, man, I, I really want to see Seattle in the playoffs next year. You think that they're a playoff team? I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes on this. They they should they almost made it last year, they almost did. And I think now with all these additional pickups, uh, I think they can make it. It's gonna be hard still, but I think they're gonna push a wild card. Yeah, Jesse Winker is a stud, man, and I am excited to watch him. I mean, I've even seen stats of him or betting odds, basically, of him top ten and MVP votes for the league so i mean i'm telling you jesse winker is a stud bat at yeah. 305 last year i mean and suarez i mean it was his literally his worst batting year was last year but like you said he's got great pop um the mariners i mean i don't know they're gonna have a tough tough time probably battling the astros the angels um i don't know but the mariners are, are a team to watch for yeah. sure they're making moves yeah, and Suarez is underrated on the defensive side of the ball. I really, I really like him on defense too. He's got some soft hands. Uh, let's go through these some of these other signings. Uh, we could hit on them really quick. Nelson Cruz going to the Washington Nationals on a two-year contract. I think that's for the sole purpose of just hey, let's make Juan Soto happy. So when it comes time to sign Juan Soto, he's going to sign Definitely. with us. Uh, let's get somebody hitting behind Juan Soto so they don't just walk him every time they have to right. pitch to him. Uh, so Nelson Cruz going to the Washington Nationals. I think that's really the only reason that they brought him in. Other than that, I I don't know 100% why. Um, Not a signing, but but Fernando Tatis breaking his wrist on a motorcycle. Uh, And Mm. (laughs) it cracked me up. They said, when when exactly did you wreck your motorcycle and break your wrist? And his response to that question was, hmm, I don't remember which one of my motorcycle (laughs) accidents it was. (laughs) That's so great he, to say. Yeah, he's had multiple motorcycle accidents. So, uh, yeah, he's out for three months. Uh, that really hurts the Padres' uh, chance over in the NL West, especially when you got teams like the Dodgers, you know, and the Giants coming at it. Uh, speaking of the Giants, Optimism. Carlos Rodon going over <laughs> to the Giants with a two-year contract. Uh, you know, Swayze, you said that Carlos Rodon was going to be wearing St. Louis red. Oh, man, I wish. Cardinal red, and you were wrong. But I think everybody was wrong on this one, though. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know if anybody really saw him going to the Giants. I don't think anybody had him going to the Giants. So <laughs> happy for Carlos Rodon. Happy he's getting a contract. I wish it was a little bit longer than two years. I thought he deserved a little bit longer than two years because now he's going to be headed into his thirty, uh, his year thirty contract, looking for another. And I don't know if I love that for him. I wish it would have been a little bit longer. But hey, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. Not not a big – sorry, go ahead. I was going to say Rodon in that uh, non-smiling Logan Webb, if you know what I'm talking about. Never seen the dude smile on the Giants, and he's always got that that face. But let me tell you, that's a good that's a good pitching stat they have over there, and they yeah. surprised a lot of they surprised a lot of people last year in their mm-hmm. you know their okay. season. So I mean, that's we can't count them out either over in the West for sure. Not a super big signing that splashed the market, but I still want to talk about it mainly because it's the Chicago Cubs. 
Uh, we do have some Cubs fans <laughs> that listen to this podcast. Cubs suck. <laughs> Andrelton Simmons signed the Cubs for a one-year contract. Um, Simba. You know, I really do like Simba. I really do. Uh, yeah, Corey's got a man crush on Simba. Don't be lying now. Can't. I I love good defense. That's I, my favorite part about the game is is when I see a guy that just really knows how to play defense. And, and Andrelton Simmons has been one of those guys for a long time now. So I I like the pickup from the Cubs, but my question is, because they went out and they got Simba, does that put them out of the bid for Carlos Correa? Uh, I don't see them adding Carlos Correa. I think I they either. pretty much have accepted the fact that they are uh, rebuilding. I mean, they got some young guys. They'll play hard, but I I don't see that at all. And with the Simba signing, I think that just kind of solidifies that. I think Correa is going to return to the Astros. Is my opinion, he'll probably return back there. I don't know. I, I've been back and forth on this one for sure, so. I don't know. We'll see what the Cubbies do, though. They might throw out a curveball on us. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not 100% ready to say that they're out on Korea, but I think it decreases their chances by quite a bit. Um, Sway, and they signed Stroman. That? The Cubs did, too. Yeah, they signed Stroman. That was, that's, yeah. what is, is that their ace, or do you think Hendricks is their ace? I'm probably still Hendricks, I would say. Yeah. But I did. That happened, what, November? That was, that was pre-lockout. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. right before. Uh, Swade, any thoughts on the Cubs so far? Uh, I kind of already mentioned it. They still suck. They're going to remain with that. But, you know. Um, we still love Cubs fans, though. But yeah, yeah, y'all can, yeah. Y'all can come and listen to us. Uh, Please don't quit listening to our show just because we don't like you. That We still want you to like us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's how this works. Yeah, I like Nico, Nico Horner's team, that's for sure. That's the one bright spot. We like to watch him. He's a good player. They they went last year and they got Nick Madrigal, right? Who was it? Sorry, I wasn't listening. They went last year and they got Nick Madrigal, right? Second baseman. Yeah, the Cubs. Oh, yeah, he's I like second him. baseman. Yeah, I like him. I like him too. Uh, let's talk about some other signings. Um, Milwaukee Brewers went out and got Andrew McCutcheon. Um, they signed him to. Ba-da-da, breaking news: five years ago. That doesn't say how many years that they signed him for, but um, yeah, that would have been big news about you know a while back. But I haven't seen the the details. Sorry, Swade. You know when I when I saw the Brewers sign Andrew McCutcheon, it kind of it kind of made me sad because being that the NL can have a DH, I was really looking forward to the Pirates bringing Andrew McCutcheon back. You know, bringing back them dreadlocks, man. Let him grow them back out. Let him just be a DH. Let's just see him out there, man. I was that's what I wanted, but now we gotta see him at Brewer uniform. So well, the Pirates went and they got Daniel Vogel back. Uh, so I think that that might serve as their DH for now. I think Andrew McCutcheon's probably the DH for the Brewers. Um, yeah, he probably will give uh, that. Uh, who's that guy? Uh, not Yelich, not Kane. Uh, Taylor. Rainbow. No, the Tyrone Taylor or something like that. He's a young dude. He probably give him. Yeah, just a little bit of competition, maybe make him play better. I don't know, but yeah, so, I don't, I don't I, see that as huge news. But I think the outfield for the Brewers right now is set: Yelich, Kane, and Renfro. Um, Renfro probably the weakest defender out of the three, but Renfro's got a cannon for an arm. Uh, so I think that you've got to have him out there in right field. I think McCutcheon probably slides into the DH, you know, and he can relieve in the outfield. 
Uh, I think that this probably, I predicted that Kyle Schwarber might go to the Brewers. I, I, I first picked the Red Sox and said I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to the Brewers. I think that this puts them out uh, of Kyle Schwarber. I think that he's, you know, going to Boston for sure now. Um, you know, Excuse but, me. High altitude. Let's not forget that. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Right. Ah. Yeah. I forgot we were Rockies pod. Yeah. He's so, joining. Ah. He's joining KB. So don't forget ah. about that. The Milwaukee Brewers did breed, bring Brad Boxberger back. That was a pretty good signing. I really liked that. That was uh, down there. Out of Vino to the Mets. Uh, man, just a lot of Dwarfy. stuff. Nico Nico Goodrum to the Houston Astros, uh, Josh Harrison to the Chicago White Sox, Jose Iglesias to the Colorado Rockies. I think that means they're out on story. Mm. I think that means they're out on story. Yeah, I might be wrong on that one, but hey, the cards are looking good for it. Yeah. Well, before we run out of time here today, I do want to uh, run this by you, see your thoughts. Joe Kelly to the White Sox. Sway. You and I both said we thought Joe Kelly was going to come to the Cardinals, and now he is pitching for the White Sox in the South Side of Chicago. What are you? Are you upset? Are you sad? Dude, you I on? am. I'm super upset. I'm like thinking, what the heck is Mo doing, dude? What is he doing in the office? He's signing. He's signing Verhagen, and he's uh, <laughs> Verhagen, and yeah, this Nick. Oh, Nikki. Oh, Nikki. I uh, like what. The, like what is going on? Like why aren't we signing these guys? Why is Ryan Tapera still out there? Why is Andrew Chafin? Why is Big Country the sheriff still out there? Like why won't we sign anybody? Like I don't know. I guess do we just do we need him though? Like who would you take out of our our bullpen in replace of? Like who are you taking it? Like you you say okay Nick we're Wickren. signing Joe Kelly like. And Drew Verhagen out of there. That's who I'm taking out of yeah. there. I'm yeah. taking out of those guys. We just signed. Those guys might not even start. Those guys or those guys might not even get a lot of playing time. I mean, we have let's say guy yeah, but, just but say let's he he's he solidified yeah. that closing role. But we still have Ryan Helsley, Cabrera, McFarland. You know, to Paris Alex better Reyes. Than, I mean, better than he was kind of this. Helsley. But I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, we have to. Well, I don't know. Andrew Miller going out. That that's kind of a hole there. Um, I think that you probably need a lefty, which brings in Genesis Cabrera kind of into what Andrew Miller played. Uh, and the role that he will probably do that eighth inning, man. Honestly, yeah, I really don't like Cabrera though. The dude hits way too many people. It's basically walking people. I think that I, I don't know. I think that they could probably go out and get one more arm. The only reason I would say okay, I understand you just got Verhagen, you just got Whitgrim is if what's going around the rumor mill comes true right now and Trevor Story becomes a Cardinal. If that happens, then all is forgiven. But Right, all is. Yeah, if, if, uh, if we go into the 2022 season without signing somebody with the likes of Ryan Tapera or you know, signing that big bullpen arm and we just add Verhagen and we just add Whitgren and that's it, I'm <laughs> – I'm kind of thinking like, what? Why did you? Why did you? We got the money, us? so we got the so, money. Talking about money, I wanted to hit on this. The, the Cardinals twenty, and we're gonna have to wrap up with this. But the Cardinals twenty twenty one payroll was at one hundred and sixty four million dollars. The projected twenty twenty two payroll right now sits at one fifty. So that gives fourteen million for next year. That gives that kind of a gap right there. Because, you, you know, when the owner of Major League Baseball – or not the owner, the commissioner of Major League Baseball comes out and says on behalf of the owners, 
baseball is not profitable. It's not profitable to own a baseball team. I doubt that the Cardinals are going to exceed the payroll from last year. They're going to look to cut the payroll back a little bit. Um, Mm. So that's really the only reason why I don't think they'll go after Trevor Story, but rumors are picking up and people are saying that, excuse me, people are saying that the Cardinals are really interested in him. So I could be wrong, um, but I don't know. To me, you either you have to go you have to go get a big name somewhere and and Brad Hand just came off the board. I would have liked to seen him too. I, I know he's a, particularly a closer. Uh, Chris Martin came off the board. He's he's a Cub now. That would have been a good signing too. So there right now we said Mosellock said not not us. You know Mosellock said we're going to focus on relief pitching. And if Verhagen and Whitgren <laughs> are the answers, I'm sorry. Boy, I, I I you know I'm sorry, but I'm I'm not I'm not a happy Cardinal fan. Me neither. Uh, now, you know, we, we got to find somebody else. So, any final you never thoughts? Know. They might have signed him and be saving money for that big deal. I don't know. I mean, I'd love to see Trevor Story and that Cardinal Red. And I know we had a little argument our first time. Who's playing shortstop between DeYoung and Sosa and all that? But, you know, this will probably clear it up. <laughs> you know, if they sign uh, old Trevor Story, I think it's going to be clear who's well, going to. Made- He's made it pretty clear that if he's not playing shortstop, he's not signing with the team because he's already turned down the Red Sox and he's already turned down the Mariners on nine-figure multi-year deals because they didn't want him to play shortstop. They wanted him to go over to second base. He said, no, I want to play short. So if the Cardinals sign him, he's gonna he's going to want to play 140 games plus at shortstop, which means, I don't know, DeYoung, DeYoung's a gold glove infielder. You know, I, I don't necessarily know that I want DeYoung out of short, but. And, and that's what I'm saying. So if we had, let's say we picked up Trevor Story. So what do you think is going to happen with DeYoung and Sosa? Are we going to use DeYoung as a DH? Because it doesn't look like we're going to sign Albert Pujols now. So I think, <laughs> I this is what I think. And I mean, I could be completely wrong. This might be a bold prediction. I might get raked over the coals for this. If they sign Trevor Story, I think they turn around. They trade Paul DeYoung to the Oakland Athletics for one of their pitchers over there. That would have been a bad deal for us, actually. So, All right. Let us know what you think. You can go follow yeah. us at Redbird underscore Rally at Instagram. Go tell us what you think. Is Trevor Story a Cardinal? Is that in the cards? <laughs> Made that joke we before. Hope so. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop myself. Uh Thank you so much for turning, tuning in to Redbird Rally. It has been a very fun offseason, despite the lockout. It's been a very fun offseason for the last, you know, four or five days. We're looking forward to more. We will talk about it some more next time. Let's go. Next time. Go Birds! Go Let birds. it fly.